0: Good evening. Very glad to see everybody that's here. I'd like to say I appreciate the prayer on my behalf, and it's my prayer that I give a blessing that's pleasing to the Lord and uplifting to those that are here. We want to speak a little bit for tonight on gratefulness. Gratefulness or gratitude is a quality of being thankful the readiness to show appreciation for kindness rendered to you and the desire to return that kindness. That's realizing the blessings you have and then having the desire to return kindness for those blessings. It's custom this time of year for most of us to meet with our loved ones and eat a big meal and thank the Lord for his blessings. And all of us know that being grateful is a good trait to have and practice But this evening, I'd like to look for a little bit on what the Bible shows us about being grateful. First of all, being grateful glorifies God. This alone would be reason enough to give thanks to God. Our gratitude glorifies God as we realize not just our blessings, but the giver of those blessings. Gratitude helps us realize that all we have comes not from us, but from God. 2 Corinthians 4.15 says, For all things are for your sakes, that your abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound. Now, redound means contribute greatly. So the thanksgiving of many tribute, contribute greatly to the glory of God. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Is this how we are? I know it's not exactly how I always am. It doesn't take me long to get to grumbling about things. Is God's praise continually in our mouth, or do we quickly tend to forget the good things that God does for us? Next, gratitude helps us see God not visibly, but in all the good that's around us. I like to see God in nature. I don't know how many, when I'm going down the road, how many pictures I've uh, sent to the family of a sunset. You know, I'm coming home on Friday and the sun's going down and it's kind of peeking through clouds or something. I've sent a lot of pictures like that. But we can see it in nature, earthly nature, a sunrise, a sunset, looking out at a vast ocean or looking at piney woods and mountains. And we can see God's glory Being grateful opens our spiritual minds. It's a wonderful thing to give God thanks. The more we thank Him, the more we see Him working in our lives. The more we thank Him, the more we're aware of Him. Gratitude helps us realize God's presence, His personal care, and His perfect timing in our lives. There are things that we witness daily, you know, like getting a good parking spot. You come in there like, man, look at this spot right here at the front. And, you know, you might think, well, you could have got a spot at the end, too. But then you'd have had the blessing of walking into the store. You might have a bill that's not too high. You might have damage that's not too bad or maybe damage that was avoided. These are all blessings. Recovery from a health problem. Maybe you get money that you weren't expecting. Maybe some burden is relieved that was heavy. These are all ways that God affects us in our lives that we may not notice. This stuff may happen to us and we don't even think about it. James 1, 16 and 17 says, Do not err, which means don't be mistaken, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness Variableness is inconsistency, so there's no inconsistency with God. He says, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. 2 Corinthians 9.11 says, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness. Doesn't that sound like it kind of covers everything? He says, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us what? What does that cause for us? thanksgiving to God. We're thankful for the things He does for us. Next, being grateful is part of God's will for us. We often make God's will out to be complicated when sometimes it's simply being just obedient. Part of His will for us is to be thankful. God wants us to see things to be thankful for, not only on the good days, but sometimes on the hard days as well. First Thessalonians 5 and 18, it says, In everything... Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You know, when Job lost all that he had, and there didn't seem to be one thing to be thankful for, he worshiped God. Ephesians, or no, Job 1 and 20 says, Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshiped God. Ephesians 5, 20 says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father. How? I put that in there. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I, I point that out. I've, I've There's times where you see people that they pray to Jesus. And we pray to God through Jesus. We pray in Jesus' name. And so he points it out there. He said, giving thanks for all things unto God and the Father. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans therefore being justified by faith. Romans 5 1 through 3, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. And how do we have that peace? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom we also have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. We have this grace through Jesus. And rejoice in hope for the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation. So these are hard times too. Knowing that tribulations worketh patience. So we give glory in our troubled times also. Next, gratitude brings peace. We've all heard when we're worried that we can count sheep and we can go to worried at night, we can count sheep and go to sleep. But what if we were to count our blessings instead? I think we've all had nights where we were worried about something, we we lost some sleep thinking about it. And what if we, instead of that, started thinking about what the Lord has done for us and all the things that have been good for us? Gratitude helps us see, God, that God has a hand in everything in our lives and the world around us. God tells us that when we give Him our thanks, He'll give us peace. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Be careful for nothing. That means don't hold back, don't resist. Don't resist. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And now I insert here, what does this do for you? And it says, verse 7, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So when we give God our happiness, when we give God our sadness, he gives us peace. Colossians three, fifteen through 17, it says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Notice this in Jesus' name, giving thanks to God and the Father by him, which is Jesus. Gratitude draws us close to God is our next topic. Uh, we want to look at the, the ten lepers. Let's turn to Luke 17, 12 through 19. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Now, Jesus points this out because Jesus was a Jew and all the rest of them were Jews. But this one Samaritan came back and gave God the glory Verse 16, and he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. I want to notice that God notices when we don't realize his blessings. You know, Jesus saw, look, I've blessed them, and then they they just go on about their life. When we blow God's blessings off like it's no big deal, I, I don't think he appreciates that. Gratitude for God, gratitude for what God does for us draws us closer to him. We see that when Jesus healed the ten lepers, no doubt they were all happy to be healed But only one came back to Jesus and fell at his feet and thanked God. When we have something good happen in our life and we give God thanks, we not only feel happier, but we're drawn closer to God as well. A lot of times in our lives we worry over troubles that we have and we pray and ask God for help. But many times when his blessings come, we move on with our lives and we forget where those blessings came from. David said in Psalms 30, 11 and 12, he says, thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put my sackcloth off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Sounds like David was in a bad place. And he said, you've changed all of that. You've gave me dancing. You've gave me gladness. To the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. David wasn't silent. When he realized his burden was list, lifted, he had to praise the Lord about it. O oh Lord, my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Let's look at Psalms one, o three, two through 4. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits. He's telling you, don't don't forget about what he does for you. Who forgiveth all of our iniquities. Who healeth our diseases. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. This is what God does for us. Next, gratitude brings contentment. It's been said that gratitude makes what we have enough. If you're thankful for what you have and you're satisfied, well, then it's enough. Gratitude makes what we have enough. If we're not truly grateful for what God has given us, having more probably won't make us any happier. Being thankful is the key to being content. Jesus said in Luke 8 and 14, And that which fell among the thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection they got drew away with things of the world they weren't content they kept following that carried on away from the lord first timothy six six through eight but godliness with contentment is great gain you feel like you have all you need well then you're content you're satisfied you're not constantly looking for something else But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing in this world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. Hebrews 13 and 5 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Next, gratitude deepens our faith. If we started out when we were young, keeping a journal of all the times that God has blessed us in our lives, just think about it. You know, we might remember last year what God did to us, maybe two years ago. But what if you started at the very beginning and you made a note of every time God blessed you? Most of us would have storage rooms full of journals. If we had these journals that we could look back and see just how much God had been a part of our lives and know that we had, he had been there with us all along. Psalms 136 and one says, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever. Psalms 104 and 24 says, O oh Lord, how manifold. Now manifold means many and diverse. So O oh Lord, how many and diverse are thy works In wisdom thou hast made them all. The earth is full of thy riches. Psalms 40 and 5 says, Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to usward. He says, just your thoughts thinking about us. There's so many of them. And then he goes on, he says, They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. He just, he can't even fathom the blessings that God has done for him. So then now let's look for a little bit. At how we can show our gratitude to God. You know if we go back to the beginning. Our definition of gratitude also said. And the desire to return that kindness. So how, how can we return that kindness to God. Well first of all with Prayer. And thanksgiving to the Lord for our needs and blessings, to pray to Him. talk to God. He wants us to talk to Him. First Thessalonians 5:17 says, "Pray without ceasing. Romans 12 and 12 says, "Bless rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. So you're rejoicing in hope. that's your good times, but in your patient, in your bad times also. Continuing instant in prayer. 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7 says, Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. Another way that we can give back to the Lord is being benevolent with the blessings that God has given us. 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and 9, it says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, That ye always having all sufficiency in all things. Notice all that. It's pretty inclusive. He says "Having that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. As it is written, he hath dispersed abroad. Now this is talking about God's blessings, would it? What it will do for you. This is talking about you as an individual. In verse 9. It says. As it is written. He hath dispersed abroad. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. God blesses you. And he wants us to bless others. Next. Attendance. To the services. Is a way to show our gratitude to God. Attendance. To his services. To his work. Um. During a uh, church work day, doing evangelism, passing out flyers, helping out in a service. All of these are ways that we can give glory back to God and show our thankfulness. Hebrews 10.25 says, Not forsaking the assembling ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So we're looking forward to the day of worship. We're looking forward to those opportunities, and we're encouraging others to be a part of those opportunities also. Another way we can contribute, or another way is our contribution to the church shows our gratitude for our blessings. 2 Corinthians 9 and 12 says, For the administration of this service not only supplieth the wants of the saints, so we're talking about contribution here, the administration of this service not only supplieth the wants of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgivings to God. So it helps the saints and and it gives thanks to God when we give back to the church. Next, partaking of our Lord's table like we did this morning shows our gratefulness for the death that was paid on our behalf, shutting out the thoughts of the world to remember the death of our Savior. Luke twenty-two nineteen 19 says, And he took the bread and gave thanks and break it, and he gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. And when we take time and we really pull our mind in and think about that, we're giving him the glory. When we gather around the table, we're giving thanks to God for the sacrifice of our Savior for our sins. Last and most of all, we're we're grateful for our salvation, our opportunity to be Christians, to have an opportunity to go to heaven. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, how much did He love the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. First John four nine and ten says, and this was manifested, man, and in this was manifested, and that means made clear, the love of God. So in this was made clear the love of God towards us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us. And sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins, which is the atonement for our sins. So in closing, we need to remember to take, not to take the life that God has blessed us with for granted. And be always grateful for the gifts and the blessings from God. I hope the time that we've spent this evening has made us stop and think about all that God has done for us and continues to do for us. I know this evening we've only spoke briefly on the first principles, but we've mostly touched on the wonderful blessings of God. The most important of those blessings is the gift of Jesus our Savior, that He died on the cross for our sins. This is something that we should give thanks for every day. When we live our life, we live remembering that there was a debt paid for us. The best way to show your gratitude for the death of our Savior is by becoming a child of God. If there are any here who would like to be baptized and become a child of God, or if there is someone who has lost sight of what God's done for them, maybe you just can't see anything good in your life, and you would like the prayers of the church, would one of either class come forward as we stand and sing the invitation song.